Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available weekdays on iHeartRadio. Hello friends, I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for the 8th day of July, 2022. John Nixon, a businessman in Philadelphia, reads the Declaration of Independence from the steps of the Pennsylvania State House in 1776. At the conclusion, church bells across the city are rung. There is a possibility this included the Liberty Bell. Its iconic crack did not appear until the early 1800s. It's a good day for a famous pharmacist. John Pemberton was born in 1831. He was keeping shop in post-war Atlanta, where he concocted a patent medicine which some accounts claim was to treat his war wounds and opium addiction. His tonic will be accidentally mixed with carbonated water by a soda jerk, and Coca-Cola was born. Seven years Pemberton's younger, Eli Lilly commanded a Union artillery battery in the Civil War. After the war, he attempted a Southern lifestyle but failed at farming and returned to Indiana and the chemist's trade, eventually focusing on manufacturing drugs for wholesale. One of his early successes was the gelatin capsule, which could be filled with powdered medicines. Ferdinand von Zeppelin was a German businessman who developed the concept of the rigid airship filled with either helium or, more common in the early days, hydrogen. Born in 1838, he died before his ships reached their popularity for long-distance travel in the 1930s. John D. Rockefeller was born in 1839. Rockefeller became the world's richest man for a time, selling kerosene that had the highly flammable and unpredictable light products removed. When kerosene was widely used for home lighting, there were issues with the varying quality of the products available, mostly related to the amount of gasoline or other more flammable products in the kerosene. Rockefeller refined his standard oil into a consistent product that was safer than others on the market. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police are formed in 1874, though at the time they were known as the Northwest Mounted Police. They began a march west on this day from Fort Duffin, a couple miles north of the present-day border of Manitoba, North Dakota, and Minnesota. The destination was Fort Edmonton. German fashion designer Hugo Boss is born in 1885. The first issue of the Wall Street Journal is published in 1889. John D. Rockefeller's grandson, Nelson, is born in 1908. Nelson will hold several cabinet-level offices and eventually become vice president under President Ford. This was in one way the low point of the Great Depression. In 1932, the Dow Jones average reached its low point, closing at 41.22. Comic actor Marty Feldman was born in 1934. A native of England, he was an avowed socialist. But commenting on the plight, remarked, He had to live in America in order to make enough to pay the taxes of the socialist government he voted in. Singer Steve Lawrence is 87 today. He's remembered as part of the singing duo with his wife, Edie Gourmet. The famous, infamous, or complete hoax UFO crash in Roswell, New Mexico occurs in 1947. In all likelihood, something happened that the government still does not want to admit. Those things are quite common. That there are extraterrestrials, I'm skeptical unless you consider them in the broader context of the spirit world, which I'm quite convinced does exist. Generally, folks who wish to find life beyond humans and Earth do not want to consider any possibility of a spirit world or our place in that. The Air Force accepts its first female recruits in 1948. Actor Kevin Bacon is 64. In a world where stage names are common, his birth name is Kevin Norwood Bacon. 
Also unusual in Hollywood, he and wife Kara Sedgwick have been married for 34 years, and it's the first for both. Sedgwick made a mark on the television series The Closer. Country singer Toby Keith is 61. His website does not mention or update his recent cancer diagnosis. 1970, the U.S. begins a new policy of self-determination towards the various Indian tribes. I do not claim to understand in any detail the policies and failures of the relationship between the tribes and the government going back nearly two centuries. What is painfully clear, what we have done did not work. There are many factors. One significant one is the Indians' desire to remain true to their historic ways. What we have is a fundamental clash between a near-Stone Age society and an industrial one. The other point that should be noted, dependence on government has not worked well for the Indians. After being a ward of the government for over a century, most reservations are nearly third world countries, where education, poverty, and substance abuse is rampant. Speaking of things not working well, another Kim assumes power in North Korea in 1994. The Korean issue is a result of the dividing of post-World War II Korea between the U.S. and Russia, much like Germany was split. Russia supported Kim Il-sung as leader of all of Korea. Of course, the U.S. was not going to let that happen, resulting in the Korean War. This small peninsula is the hottest spot remaining from the 1960s Cold War, with the fall of the Soviet influence giving way to the Chinese Communist. Actor Milo Ventimiglia is 44 today. Of course, he has become popular with the television series This Is Us, but has had other steady work. There is another television series in development which he is slated to appear called The Company You Keep. The last space shuttle lifts off on this day in 2011. That's history and comment for the 8th day of July. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.